0: Thank you for visiting. Discontinued on display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking while on the tour. Please remain with your tour guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. I have nothing else interesting to say.
1: <laughs> nothing. There's nothing, nothing
0: there. <laughs> nothing.
1: I was like, getting on. I'm like, oh, Chris is going for a while. Get on my stuff. Pull up. Nope. No, he's just cutting, you know, we're just <laughs> jumping right into the tour.
0: We are. I, I like, I don't know. I'm sure I could have come up with something, but I'm not going to lie. Hi, welcome to discontinued on display. <laughs> I, I, I can't even begin to describe how much I don't like this musical.
1: <laughs> and, and just for the
0: record. Chris was the one that suggested this episode. (laughs) Well, yes. Well, so I was like, so that it's as. So, hi, I'm Chris.
1: Yeah, I'm Matt.
0: (laughs) Um, When we initially talked about doing musicals, I, I, I didn't realize how kind of difficult it was going to be to find musicals that, that didn't have a good track record or closed early that had an interesting story to them.
1: This back half of the season might be a lot of us riffing on, you know, just, you know.
0: <laughs> this one isn't, this one isn't bad. Like, it's got a story to it, and it's weird, and, but as I researched it, I was like, I just hate this show. Um, but it was the only one that had, like, some, some semblance of a story to talk about and a trajectory that I was like, okay, well, I mean, we're coming to the bit, but. Man, and because here's the thing is I'm not a horror genre individual. Like, there's a few horror genre things that I will talk about that I enjoy. There's actually one of my my favorite horror film is a musical.
1: Uh, What is that?
0: It is called uh, Stage Fright. It is a campy parody of a musical starring Meatloaf and Minnie Driver. um, About a group of, about a theater camp for youth that they put on a big musical at the end of the year. And someone at the camp is, is a, like a slash it's a slasher film. And they it's, it's very Phantom of the Opera meets the Mikado.
1: Okay. Okay. And there's someone
0: it. in like a Japanese Kabuki, like face, like mask is mm-hmm. killing people in very creative camp related ways. Specifically the students, I think one or two adults die. Um, and it's the, Wackiest thing I've ever seen in my life, um and maybe we should talk about it because it's a musical. But um so yeah. Otherwise, I'm not a big corn. M- and so like, I knew I know what Carrie is.
1: Yeah. So Carrie, so, of uh, course, is. Side note: That's on on what we're a- talking about
0: today. Carrie yeah, the musical. So
1: talking- Carrie the musical. Again, another thing that is a very well known property that I didn't realize had been turned into a musical. Um, And so, of course, Carrie originally, the original uh, thing is this is a 1974 horror novel by the great Stephen King.
0: Is it Um, his first?
1: Oh, his first? Oh, I don't know about that. I Um, thought I read
0: somewhere it was like his first or one of his first. Hold on. Wait a second. Now I need to know. What was Stephen King's first novel? I think it's Carrie. It is. Carrie was his first book.
1: Okay. So this is Stephen King's first book. I did not know that. Learn something today.
0: Learn something new every day, don't you?
1: And it follows the story of Carrie, get ready, get ready, Carrie. <laughs> and, um, basically she is, um, she's being raised by this like ultra religious, uh, uh, mother who, um, who is just a whack job. And, um, then she gets bullied at school and ultimately she discovers that she has telekinetic powers, and, uh, the, the students play a prank on her at prom and she like unleashes telekinetic powers on them and, and just kills, kills everyone. Yeah. Kills everybody. The, two movies. Like they did one. And I want to say in the eighties, uh, seventies or eighties, it would have been eighties, three, three movies. I knew about two of them. I didn't hear about them. No, there was,
0: the third one. There was, um, I think there was a made for TV. Sorry. There's so much carry property, yeah. but there is a made for T te- I think there was, there was the movie. Then there was a second movie, which was, I think, made for TV. And then there was the most recent one with Chloe. I
1: can't Grace what...
0: Thank yeah. you. That was 10 Be years scary. ago. And th- that's the most recent one. And then there's the musical. And then there's the rewrite of the musical. And then there's an offshoot of the musical. There's a couple offshoots of the musical. And then and then the show River, Riv... Riverdale. There we go. Couldn't find the words. Which is a weird c uh cw show that's based off of the um archie comic like the graphic novel not the newspaper yeah yeah
1: yeah.
0: um has a whole episode where the cast does carry the musical and like they recorded a full soundtrack as the cast
1: wow that's commitment
0: that that show i watched season one of that show and it was about solving a murder in town great And then I watched season two, and I don't think I finished season two. Maybe it was in season three. I don't remember. And then it just, it was kind of about mysteries. And then I stopped watching the show, and I saw a meme maybe two weeks after I stopped. And it was like, season one, Archie wants to become a musician. Season three, there's a demon lord goblin living (laughs) under the town. And that's really, it was a real plot point. Like, in in season three, like, they play D&D in an episode and discover that it's actually something's real and magical and now there's magic in Riverdale and it was like Jumanji. Yes. I don't know. (laughs) I I honestly couldn't tell you. It's like
1: if Jumanji and stranger things had a baby.
0: Yeah. Like I, I used to love that show. I loved season one of that show. It was campy and weird, but enough that I was like, I was in and that remember, We talked
1: about this during our uh, discontinued TV episodes that a lot of these, like there was a good idea for one season and then Mm -hmm. And then like all of a sudden she's like, oh shoot. Um, okay, you know what? Now there's a demon. And 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 it's like Jumanji. They're playing D D and then they summon a demon, and then there's this, and then there's that. And it just it, sometimes things are just meant to be Yeah, one, one thing. and done.
0: But um regardless, Carrie, so yeah. I, I was never because I'm not a big horror fan, I wasn't. I knew about the telekinesis. I knew about the pig blood. I knew about her mom. And that was kind of it. And then I read. So I read the synopsis of the book. Mm -hmm. Of the movie. And of this. And I was like. What? Like it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe if I read the book. I'd understand why it's horror. Because it just sounds like. The story of a girl who gets bullied. Kills everyone. And then shortly after that just dies. And I'm yeah. like...
1: I think it's a lot of the blood. There's a lot of blood in... in have you seen the
0: movie? Or read I, the book?
1: I, I have not. I, well, yes. I I read the book a long time ago, I believe. Um, Clearly I don't there's it.
0: a lot of blood symbolism because the reason she's getting bullied is she she gets her period.
1: Yes, yes. That's the whole thing. I, I think what I remember... I Maybe I read, started reading it and then I was just bored by it because... I don't know. This is not like a plot that captivates me. Like like oh girl getting bullied and also you know I'm sh- uh, you know like I don't connect with girls going through their teenage years that's as a male uh, that is not something that I connect as much with
0: well the other um, weird thing is well that's the end of the book we don't we don't need to jump to that but the the basic plot of Carrie's exactly what Matt said so what happens is and this happens in every adaptation Carrie's mom is crazy but usually the story starts at that's the thing is the story starts with her at school in gym class, in the locker room. She has her first period. She doesn't know what's going on. The other girls do, and they throw maxi pads and tampons at her and scream, period. Um, in the movie, they change it. I think they they scream, like, use a pad. They they scream something that's less, like, because of when it was made in, like, the, yeah. what, the 70s, the 80s? Yeah. Something less, like, you know, like, so they censored it. But in the musical and in the book, it's, like, I think they chant period at her or something like that and um then the like the gym teacher comes in and yells at everyone and puts all of in the in the book and in the movie they all have to go to detention like this uh, detention situation and if they don't attend they will be suspended and won't be allowed to go to the prom and in the book or in the musical there's like a they it go it it gets super weird she goes everyone apologize one girl won't and so she's like fine because you wouldn't apologize now you can't go to prom and in the book and in the movie it's if you don't show up to this then you don't go to prom or and you'll get suspended and this one girl is like f carrie like this is all her fault which to me is wackadoo in and of itself yeah (laughs) um and one girl is like i don't know guys maybe we were kind of jerks to carrie And then convinces her boyfriend, who Carrie has a big crush on, like, hey, even though you don't like Carrie and you'd rather go to prom with me, your actual girlfriend, ask Carrie to prom. Like, throw her a bone, go to prom, give her a nice evening, which just already is bad. And then this crazy sociopath who threw pads at this poor girl takes her boyfriend to go collect pig blood to get revenge on a girl because she wouldn't apologize
1: well, and, and who didn't do anything. <laughs> like
0: Exactly. Like not, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: nothing happened.
0: <laughs> and then, meanwhile, Carrie's mom is crazy and, like, locks her in a prayer closet all the time and says, you... This is the part I didn't understand, was Carrie gets her period and it's like hey mom and her mom is like this is because you're a sinner and I'm like how does Carrie's mom never menstruate
1: <laughs> I, duh, 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 duh. details 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 so um, clearly
0: a book written by someone who just never had to menstruate and so that happens and then Carrie defies her like the the boy asks her to prom she's skeptical she changes her mind she goes to prom her mom is mad at her she goes to the prom and the students rig it so she wins and then this girl who was suspended and banned sneaks in with this pig blood bucket and rigs it over the stage. So then when Carrie wins palm cream, which she set up, Carrie's going to get doused in the pig blood, but then the bucket hits her date in the head and the bucket kills him.
1: Okay. I've, I have a lot of questions about this here. I have a lot of questions here about this plot first. Okay. How did she sneak in and get an entire bucket of pig's blood rigged above the stage without anybody seeing
0: you know a wise man recently said within the past five ten seconds details details details
1: i I mean a wise man did say that but this now foolish man needs answers (laughs) Um, um, so there's that and then i mean what kind of bucket are we using that it falls and i mean i'm not saying it couldn't have caused a concussion but it just straight up like he's just dead
0: yeah like I don't think they go, I don't know, it didn't say it in the movie synopsis or the musical one, but in the book he dies. In the book he bleeds out, because it hits him in the right way, and he just dies. And then Carrie gets angry, and uses her telekinetic powers, which she learns privately that she has. It's like a Matilda situation. Yeah, but it's a little bit more than a Matilda situation, as we find out at the end. And she locks everyone in, sets the building on fire. Yeah. Um, In the book, she, she leaves and does it. In the movie, I think she stays in the school. In the musical, I think she leaves and does it Um, and kills all the bullies and all of the teachers. In the movie, the basketball hoop falls and crushes the teacher who was nice to her and kills her that way. Awesome. Um, And fun fact, the gym teacher in the movie is played by Broadway legend Betty Buckley, who's very famous for being uh, the gray ugly cat in Cats, which I know what you're thinking. Matt, you're thinking, well, Chris, that's all the cats. All of them are gray and ugly. (laughs) All of them are weird. (laughs) Um, This is the one who sings Memories. That's who Betty Buckley famously played. Oh, the one song
1: that everybody knows.
0: Memories. Yeah, (laughs) like the old cat that like none of the other cats want to touch because she's old and dry and gross. (laughs) That cat That's Betty Buckley What in the
1: world is the point of the musical
0: cats We've talked about this a couple times At this point and maybe that's what we need to do next Maybe let's Even though it's wildly successful We just need to break down what the Is cats Um, So the teacher dies (laughs) And so then this is where everything Takes a turn So in the book Carrie goes home Everyone's dead except for the girl Who felt bad. She in every scenario escapes or she, she's left the gym and she's like, I can't be a part of this. She gets out and everything, everyone else will die except for her. Always. In the book, she goes, Carrie goes home. Her mom reveals that essentially Carrie was conceived through, Apparently, Carrie's mom got married, and her and her husband were never going to procreate. Or like, it was a platonic
1: touch. thing. Like... It was a
0: completely platonic marriage, and one night they got the bet. It got the better of them, and they both did it. Did the did did the deed in a consensually non consensual way. That I wasn't clear on. They make it sound like it was essentially assault, but then also there's this. It wasn't assault. Um, and the mom was like, and I liked it, and I'm a sinner, and the reason you have these weird powers is because you were conceived through sin, and then she's like, here, I'm going to hug you, and Carrie hugs her, and then she randomly gets a knife and stabs Carrie, and then Carrie yes. freaks out, and in the book, uses her telekinetic powers to, to like crush her mother's heart, and that's what kills her. Awesome. In the movie, because that's not interesting enough, <laughs> she... Makes her mother float in the air, throws her against a wall, and then throws all the knives in the house or in the kitchen against her and, like, crucifies her into a wall. And then in the book, she uses her powers to rain stones down on her house until she's everyone's crushed and dead. Which is yeah. why this now leaves telekinetic powers and just becomes magic powers cuz she yes. makes stones randomly fall from the sky. In the movie I think it's that she causes her house to blow up or burn down and killing yeah. her inside. In the musical this whole exchange <laughs> with her mother happens outside the school. Oh. Where her mother stabs her and then she crushes her mother's heart with her telekinetic powers and as she bleeds out in front of the school. The nice girl comes around and like holds her and is like I'm so sorry this all happened and that's how the musical ends.
1: Oh, so the musical ends a little more happy. Really? <laughs> I mean, not everybody is dead.
0: No, everyone is dead except for her, like in every other version.
1: I mean, but, but, I mean, at least Carrie is still alive.
0: <laughs> no, Carrie dies. Carrie dies in this girl's arms.
1: Oh, why? Oh, she's because she's stabbed, right. She got stabbed and yeah, she, she bled out. In the,
0: the other versions, Carrie essentially like is going to die and just, like, destroys everything with her. And then, like, I think there's always this, like, is Carrie actually dead? Um, and that's usually in the movie versions. Yeah, there's, like, this yeah. maybe she's still alive. Um, and I think there's a sequel about a girl really? who isn't Carrie, if I remember correctly. But that's that's what this whole thing is. And I think the most jarring thing, the reason I hate – So, first off, this feels like a weird thing, Matt, to base a musical off of. Like, to yeah, be like, okay. you know what this needs to be? A musical.
1: So you are you are correct in that there is a what is considered to be a a Carrie two, um, it is called the Rage Carrie two. It is a 1995 supernatural horror film. So let's see how is Carrie connected to this. All right, so there's Sue. So Sue begins to so Rachel may possess telekinetic powers. Yada 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 yada. Yadda, 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 yadda. Okay, so... Okay, so Sue subsequently brings Rachel to the ruins of the former high school that she attended. Okay, so Sue attended... Sue attended the...
0: Sue's the, the girl who saves her.
1: Oh, okay, so Sue is Or not now... saves
0: her, but Sue's the, the nice girl.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so yes, yes. Uh, so that Carrie is Rachel's half-sister. Okay, so that happens. So Rachel is... Rachel has telekinesis and she's Carrie's half sister. So that's that's basically it. I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's long, and I, I honestly don't care.
0: No, <laughs> so, no, I, I. So first off, I don't think this is a good premise for a musical. It feels really? weird and uncomfortable to me. It really, it feels okay. weird and uncomfortable. It like is weird. Pig and blood. It is-
1: it is weird and uncomfortable. Like I like this is kind of a weird and uncomfortable
0: story. But then, did um, you read the synopsis where they sh- for the so in the synopsis of the musical, it tells you where the songs come in, and that's yeah. what makes it even worse. Is knowing yeah. when they sing. Like we're gonna pray sing. That's weird. I'm gonna lock you in the prayer closet, let you out, and apologize through song. No, thank you. I, I want I think, none of that. Think- There's a weird song while they're getting the pig blood. Like none of this is okay
1: it it is it is very weird, but let let me let me let me step up and defend it here a little bit. Um, oh my god uh, <laughs> um good luck it because of the source material and who wrote the source material, it does have popularity through that. Um, then it is kind of got the whole. It translates to the stage well. Let me say that. It translates to the stage well because there. yes, you're making a face. It does. I am making
0: Um, a face. How on earth does this translate to the stage?
1: Not a lot happens. (laughs) Like there's, there's like, there's a
0: climax, but not really a ton happens. Yeah, but enough things have to happen that like, I feel like it's weird for the stage. And I don't know, Matt, like you're not selling me on it.
1: I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to necessarily sell you on it. I'm trying to weakly defend it Um, because, and I do think that this is something that is not for your everyday Broadway musical goers. Um, You know, this is a niche audience that you're looking for, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I, I think I've made this point a thousand times on a podcast where sometimes the more niche that you are, the more success you can have because you're clearly defining what your audience is. If I just make a t-shirt company, it's like, okay, well, cool. Who is this for? like that. There's not a reason where if I say I make t-shirts that show turtles and sloths high fiving. Okay. Well, now, if I need a shirt that is a turtle and a sloth high fiving, I know where to go. I've clearly defined my niche. That's what I think this does. You, no, you have nothing does, to say. Okay, I'll just keep this going.
0: Does, no, this does. I no, I don't agree. Because of all of his books, there's things, there's action. Like there's, I, I mean, I you can have actiony musicals. I got like, and you can have like, I mean, Phantom of the Opera is a great example. Of an Were action-y musical, yeah, he kills a lot of people. A chandelier falls to the stage.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't consider that any more grandiose than a school burning down.
0: But like, I'm just saying, like, i, I more mean. Like a dark, a dark show can fit. I'm not saying it can't. But yes, yes. To me, you could have gotten more out of almost anything else. Like, but then I'm sitting here going, what else could he could could they have done? You know, misery might have been an interesting one.
1: I mean, it, it, I mean, here, let's look at this. Stephen King novels. Like,
0: the ones that I think of off the bat are, like, It, which I don't, I do not want a musical of yeah, It. No, that would no be thank weird. you. Um, um, I don't uh, want a musical of The Shining. That would just be kind of boring.
1: What about the Shawshank Redemption?
0: See, I could give you Shawshank Redemption. I, I, I
1: think was. Shawshank could work. I think that could work in a musical. Um, there's some interesting scent pieces. Um, Green Mile.
0: I honestly I've I am not familiar with the Green Mile.
1: Um Green Mile I, is I know it
0: exists. I just I don't
1: <laughs> Yes. Um Green Mile is a, is is a very that that actually I do think would be um um so basically like it's this it's this guy that um uh uh I'm I'm blanking on this. Um, it, it's a death row supervisor who encounters an unusual inmate named John who has healing and empathetic ab- abilities. Um, mm. They made a movie about it. I believe Tom Hanks is in it and Michael Clark Duncan is the... Is, it's Tom Hanks and Michael Clark Duncan are the two main characters. Um, See, I just...
0: That, uh, Carrie was... Mm, mm. It just it, feels weird. And then Carrie the song... Has,
1: Carrie's a weird story. And yes, then... So you add the weird and then you add... Uh, Uh, music into it, like you said, in some very weird times. And and it does, at times, go, huh, (laughs) okay.
0: (laughs) And like, I you know, I've listened to every soundtrack up to this point, with the exception of Moose Murders, which doesn't have a soundtrack. Yes. I couldn't bring myself to. I didn't want to hear it. It, like, it eked me out too much. I wanted none of it. I didn't want crazy religious mom singing about her daughter sinning by going to a prom. I didn't want that.
1: See now that I can I can forgive that because that makes sense in terms of the of the plot of the no it makes
0: sense in terms of the plot I I don't mean to imply that it doesn't I just mean I don't want to hear a song about that you know what I've been listening to on repeat like this week um yeah. you've got possibilities yeah it's what a, a bop. song
1: baby it it's is. actually
0: a very good song I've been listening to it on repeat and then like you know what I didn't think was good this is really off topic there's a cur- there's a musical right now on Broadway called Shucked Shucked have you heard okay. of this. No, I, I don't. Haven't. I don't know what it's about. I think it's about a corn farm. I genuinely don't know. Well, I know that, corn is like the theme, that but there's a, a song they just dropped called "Um Independently Owned." Also a bop. I've been listening to it on repeat from a musical about corn. I want none of this carry stuff. This is
1: okay. Well, it is about corn because I, there's a New York Times article, and literally the set piece is these people in shirts with corn Um uh, okay so what does what does this say la 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 okay yada, yada 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 okay it's a plucky small town woman who leaves home in search of someone who can figure out why all the corn in the county keeps dying Ooh, i'm hooked she meets a big city con man who who who's pretending to be a podi-
0: pod- podiatrist
1: podiatrist corn doctor the sign outside his offices, who then concocts a plan to swindle the desperate farmer. So it's like the music man with corn.
0: Is that really what this is? The music it, man, but with corn.
1: I mean, that sounds like the plot of the music man. Now
0: granted, I love the music man. So I'm in. And like I said, this one song I listened to is genuinely a bop. Um,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, it's filled. The lady I, is named Maisie and she hails from Cobb County. Heck yeah, baby.
0: You know what I didn't listen to? Carrie. Mm. And we took an extra... We took a week off. I yeah, had we two did. weeks I could have listened to this. And I didn't. I, I sampled, didn't want to. I sampled some of it. Oh, my God. What... Is it good?
1: It, 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 yeah. Like, it, it's fine. And, that took and, you and, too
0: long to say, yeah.
1: It, it, it's fine. Like, it's... It's. I, I think what's so hard is because it's not my cup of tea, I'm trying to, like, put myself into the defending of it. But, like, what what I also read a lot of is... While this only had, I want to say, like sixteen previews and five, um, yeah, it was not around for long. It the the people who saw it were were pleased with it.
0: Yeah, but not a lot of people saw it. Not no one wanted to go.
1: Well, from what I know, I heard it was like sold out.
0: Then why does it? Why did it close?
1: I think that it was one of those. It was mixed reviews.
0: Too much pig blood.
1: Uh, probably too much pig blood. Um, And I believe the funding of it got pulled. So even though, like, even though the musical is being successful, for whatever reason, the people backing the the funding of it all pulled their funding. And once you don't have any funding, you're out.
0: Was this the show where they randomly pulled? Or was that something else? Sorry, I feel like I've researched so many musicals at this point that.
1: (laughs) I understand. I understand.
0: But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I, I, you know, it's, it's well, and, and it was a very, very expensive show. Cause you know, it had, of course, pyrotechnics and lasers and, um, pig you know, blood. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And pig blood. Did I don't think mention it was that? actual pig blood. Um, uh, however it was, it was I, one of the things that I, that I read that I thought was very, very funny because one of the big, uh, big things about this like the big plot crux of it is her getting doused in pig blood Mm -hmm. but they couldn't actually douse her in in the fake pig blood because it would cause her microphone to malfunction yeah so so i just think that's funny that we didn't think of like oh let's maybe think of a way around this what did they Um, use i mean i'm sure it was just like you know, they figured something out or just didn't do it or did like a, you know, a light effect, like a light effect or a, mm. a white she- or a red sheet or something like that. Or, Oh I, God,
0: that can't you know, be it.
1: I, I hope not. Um So it, it just, it just seems like it, it just didn't quite take off the way that they were hoping. And because it was so expensive, it, it just didn't land. Now, it, it, interesting. If you want to read, uh, a, a, like a full history on this, there's a, a 1991 book by Ken Men- Mendelbaum, and he right. chronicled the history of bro- flop Broadway musicals, um, and and talks about this one. And then there's a 2021 podcast called Out for Blood, which documented the creation and development with it. So if you love Carrie, um, the book, the movies, whatever, and you really want to like get a deep dive into this um you should absolutely check that check those things out um we might have to you know we might have to um you know talk more about shucked because in this article it does say we have some harold hill going on
0: you know what you're right it's a lighting effect
1: okay it looks like it's a light
0: effect and then like she like will get blood on her from somewhere else
1: ah Seems to take out one of the big dramatic pieces of this uh, story.
0: Because, well, I don't think they can drop it on her. You're right.
1: Yeah, because it would malfunction her mic, which, again, seems like you probably should have thought of that before writing the musical.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many ways to do all kinds of things, but...
1: Damn. Um, so... Oh, the
0: other fun thing is uh, to give it a ragtime tie, as we have well, to. Yeah, oh, please. Uh, the oh God, I'm I, sh- I can't. It's like Mer- Maren, Marion, Maren Maisie, um, who was she was the original mother, and um, in brought in Ragtime.
1: Ah, okay, okay. And
0: she like she recently passed. It was a huge deal because she died very young. Um, but she was Carrie's mom.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> there are some random big names attached to this show. Oh,
1: like it, it, it. it. And because it had again the the you know Stephen King element of it that Stephen mm-hmm. King is one of the most well known horror writers, you know it, it it made sense of why they think this was going to be going to be popular. And again, I, I, I don't I don't necessarily hate their choice for for choosing this to being the musical. I just think it just didn't didn't land for whatever reason. And- well, and then
0: Stephen King like there was a the author or a different playwright wanted to fix it like fix the script and Stephen King was like, no, like he was like, absolutely not for the longest time. He just wanted this to be dead. Cause even Stephen King knew it was bad. Um, eventually he gave his blessing. And I heard that the uh, uh, updated version is better, but they didn't update the music. They updated the book. They just updated the script.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was kind of this other thing is it didn't have like, I mean, you look at anything that is created for Harry Potter. Um like I don't know if you saw this announcement but they're they're planning on rebooting the Harry Potter franchise in um HBO series that each season would be a book and so instead of like rebooting it from in terms of movies they would reboot it in terms of you'd get 7 seasons with 8 to 10 episodes per season.
0: Are they just and, doing it again?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, let's God. make more money. <laughs>
0: So it's not even like a different story or like no, the no, books no, 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 from no, no, no. the perspective of like Hufflepuff House. It's literally no. Harry Potter with a new Harry, Hermione and Ron. Are you serious?
1: Th- this is all in, you know, very like, um like pre-production things. But of course, J.K. Rowling is on board with she's not necessarily going to like write everything, but she's. she's first, off,
0: ma- first off, she has enough money. Uh, yes. First, second off, she's in trouble with the world right now. She is, people are not happy with her. And third, why? We're not, Matt, that, that stuff came out maybe 20 years ago. It is oh. not that old.
1: I, I understand that. Did you hear the latest thing from the Disney shareholders meeting? I'm sure we'll talk about this on Beers and Ears. They're doing a live action Moana with The Rock as Maui and Ali Cravalho as Moana. And I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> so wait, wait, we're, you're.
0: We're just- you're doing Moana but you're, with their voice actors Moana. and in person I mean it's like, gonna sell
1: I'm like what but but like why are we doing this what is the point of this I can understand the point of the remakes in terms of like uh
0: little mermaid in,
1: in terms of, like Little mermaid that movie's like 30 40 years old that makes sense and but, well they're
0: doing all their classic Disney princesses yeah,
1: that makes total sense but yeah this yeah the they're um they're doing the they're rebooting harry potter i I like the idea of doing it in a tv series because then you can really like enter into some of the i I think the hope is that they can do more of maybe some other people's perspective that you know in a movie you're pretty much like okay we got to focus on harry potter because he's the main character he's who we're developing Mm
0: -hmm. whereas
1: if you did a tv series you could have a whole ministry of magic arc with you know some Ministry of Magic things happen. You could have more Voldemort arc because you could go and, and, you know, in an episode, you can have 20 minutes here and five minutes here and a scene here and a do this. Like, I, I, I do think it's a nice, and that's what is I'm Is that hoping, a wishful
0: thinking? Because I, I don't I, trust that that's the point.
1: I hope that's what they do. Um, I Because I, I wouldn't mind. If, if My big thing is if you're going to do a reboot or a remake, that's fine. But you need to add something to it i i went i went and saw at the drive-in the back-to-back um with, was playing was when aladdin and lion king came out the live action remakes came out in the same summer mm-hmm. and i remember i didn't like lion king because it was like a shot for shot remake like the opening the opening song circle of life is literally it's the same exact thing except with live animals if you catch my quotation marks over the airwaves Mm -hmm. and so i was like wait why why are we doing this you're just you're saying hey look i can make this movie now with cgi real looking animals look how cool i am whereas aladdin i thought like it added to the story. It added to the characters. They added a new song. They added this element in here that was that was nice. They 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 uh, fleshed out this character in a way that was that was that the original movie didn't do. I'm okay with a remake for that, but if we're just gonna remake something to just tell the exact same story, then why are we doing this? That that makes mm-hmm. no sense.
0: Yeah, like my favorite live action remake I think to date has been Cinderella. Yeah because I love the additional way they really told the stepmother story and they gave yeah. her motive for being.
1: She wasn't just like a cranky old lady. She actually has like a motive to be this way. Yeah. This way.
0: Um, um, and like, I like that with everything. Like I like the extra they can give and the more adult spin they can put on things. And I like the revamp of some of the songs and yeah. like, the little nods to it. Like, it also didn't need to be every single one. Like, come on, have some more original ideas, Disney. Yeah.
1: Now, I think the problem is that original ideas don't always sell, and uh we we sequels and remakes do. <laughs> you
0: know what I want a live action of? What? Princess and the Frog.
1: That's what's weird to me about the Moana one. I I sorry, I know we're getting off track, but like wait, we have all these other movies like Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Frozen, like all these other ones were like no, I know, I know 2016 was less than 10 years ago, but we need to remake it with the exact same actors. Anyway, I digress. I'm sure you will hear me rant about this on the Beers and Ears podcast, because I'm definitely going to talk about it next, next episode. Um, but anyway, As- but it, because they didn't have Stephen King's, like, from the outset, like, I, yes, I am involved in this. I'm backing this. I think had that happened... This may have had more success because it probably has more of Stephen King infused in it.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: Should this come back, Chris?
0: No. <laughs> I mean, it still does. Like, people buy the rights and do it in high schools and that, which I find weird.
1: That but, that just, that seems really strange to me. Like, but of they, all the shows. <laughs> do Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> that's not any better. Are you kidding me?
1: It, it's You would not, you would consider... Carry and Oklahoma to be the exact same in terms of...
0: I think... I mean, Oklahoma has assault in it. The basket auction is essentially just buying women for obvious a, reasons.
1: A different time.
0: Um, I also hate <laughs> Oklahoma. Uh, I know you do. I'd rather do The Sound of Music, at least that has history in it.
1: Okay, yeah, you know. You've
0: learned you've learned something. Um
1: <laughs> have you seen the um I think uh, maybe we talked about this on the podcast. I don't know. Have you seen the John Mulaney SNL skit with um Oh,
0: the I am 16 going on 38. Yeah.
1: Actually, I'm, 40 I'm 43. 43. Yes, that. <laughs> he just keeps increasing his age and um and yeah, I I enjoy that one we
0: were talking about um the sound of music today at work ironically enough nothing like interesting or worthwhile to share but like it's it's it keeps coming up in my life um it's it, no i don't think it should i i hope it never makes a, a a broadway revival i hope there's no more soundtracks of it like no i'm sorry i'm not saying stephen king shouldn't be made into musical like he's obviously a strong author but like also know you're like it's not like we have saw the musical.
1: I mean, and and there's a right way to do a horror musical. Like, I mean, we consider, I I, I consider and Little Shop of Horrors is a perfect example. That's a horror musical. But it's a campy
0: musical. It's
1: really fun, though. Like, it's horror, but it's also fun. I think that's what this misses, is that it's not fun.
0: Yeah, I I think... Let's have more fun when we when we yell at the girl for having her period well, in a shower exa- block.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying you can't. Let's, g- let's give fun the audience
0: tampons to throw at the stage. <laughs> no,
1: I- <laughs> yeah, that's the problem though. Is there was no way to make it fun? You can make a musical about a plant that eats people. Fun. Fun. Especially when you like have the backup singers and all. So like, you can make that fun. You can't make this fun. Any, any, any desire or, or way to make this fun comes off as even more weird.
0: Yeah. And then like, so I did my eBay. There's nothing. There's like carry programs in bulk sets of programs. That's it. (laughs) And also someone took a Barbie doll and put it in a white dress and dipped it in red paint and was like, look,
1: (laughs) wow. You're bringing this for $300.
0: I'm like, Oh my God. Like, this is just, there. like, there is nothing about this Somebody that should call come up
1: back. A.C. Gilbert. We got a new toy maker there.
0: <laughs> right. I'm assuming you're in my my boat with this doesn't come back.
1: Yeah, no, this doesn't need to come back. I, I, I would not mind seeing, you know, like we said earlier, like Shawshank, Green Mile, like some of the other, like, Stephen like King. Like a I'm very not-
0: ballady musical. With yeah. a I'm nice. Not,
1: I'm not necessarily against, like, Stephen King art or, or books, coming to the Broadway scene, I think there's a lot of meat on the bone there. I just think it's gotta be, it's gotta be the right one. And again, something like, uh, especially Green Mile, that could be a very emotional musical that you could. um,
0: Even as just as as a straight play. Yeah. Like you could do some of these as really nice, straight theatrical show. Like, could you imagine, could you imagine, take a journey with me now, not a musical.
1: Okay. I'm ready
0: but misery as a small black box, intimate theater setting where you're like right up on the actors as she swings a sledgehammer at his left. Like, come on. That would be so people would be so uncomfortable. It would be great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uncomfortable people.
0: I mean, sometimes like that's one of the things I like about theater is like that intimate, moment you have especially in smaller settings like i saw a yeah. production of ragtime where we were right up on top of the act back to ragtime right on top of the actors and it was so interesting yeah, because of hope how college, intense that story gets
1: at hope college they have, they have a theater that um you you are like right there and then just how the theater is constructed they can use a lot of the aisleways and so that mm-hmm. that makes it so like actors are coming right by you and yeah you it, it does feel a little bit more like you're you're in it.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah. I no think more.
1: I think we end the tour. I think we're done with Carrie.
0: We're done. I never <laughs> want to talk about this one again.
1: Okay. I will make sure to bring it up every single podcast every from time. Here on out. <laughs> uh, Chris, if they want to get a hold
0: of us, how do they do that? You can find us on Instagram at discontinued on display, on Twitter at discontinued pod, or you can email us at discontinued on display at gmail.com. You can also check out I'm always gonna say it wrong, Matt the source is it the sorcerer or just sorcerer it's uh, because i always want to call it the you can check us out at sorcerer network.com where you can see discontinued on display you can see beers and ears and hey let's not forget that this podcast is sponsored by matt's other co-host who likes to refer to himself as matt's like actual podcast wife because i'm just the cheap tawdry side podcast um is it magic by casey
1: a magical magical Memories by Casey.
0: Thank you. Uh, yes. Magical Memories by Casey. Um, Casey is now um, in the travel business and trying to help you. That's right. You, listener, help you book your Disney trip. So can can they find uh, Magical Memories uh, by Casey through Sorcery Network, or do I they need to Google that?
1: The best that? thing would be com. C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y. Um, uh, you can get him there or email us. I will get you in touch with him
0: and also if uh if you're out there and you never want to hear us talk about Carrie again, please remember to give us five stars on Apple podcasts um and give us a great rating, and we will never bring this up again um and also share share us with your friends and your family and if you don't like this, share us with your enemies. yes,
1: share it with the people you hate
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to rain stones down on us now Matt so we can uh we can